This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The waitress who says she got suspended after Ellen DeGeneres complained about her chipped nails. She emailed the owner of the restaurant and complained about your chipped nail polish. What? And COVID-19-stricken actress Alyssa Milano speaks out. Uh, I had confusion. I had sadness. I had, like, these bouts of just, of crying. And the whistleblower student who took the shocking photos comes forward. It was very concerning for everyone there that we were going back under these conditions. Then, would you volunteer to be infected with the virus? He did. I am willing to expose myself deliberately to the coronavirus. And... Walking down the aisle on their daughter's wedding day. Then, moment of disaster. And Trump versus the TikTok princess. Can you believe she makes $5 million a year doing this? Plus, the devoted wife who prays under her COVID-19 stricken husband's window. And you won't believe who's throwing a punch at this shark. It's Mike Tyson. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi, in today for Deborah. It may be the most outrageous allegation about Ellen yet. This former actress claims after she served the talk show host Sunday Brunch, Ellen sent an email to her boss complaining about, of all things, her nail polish being chipped. As the waitress tells Jim Murray, she still can't believe it. This former waitress claims she was threatened with a two-week suspension after Ellen DeGeneres complained about her chipped fingernails. I remember just being like, really? Chris Ferris says it happened when Ellen and Portia de Rossi had brunch at the high-end vegan restaurant where she was waiting tables. A week later, Ferris says her boss got an email from the talk show queen. They are like, we have to talk to you. She emailed the owner of the restaurant and complained about your chip nail polish. What? And I was like, what? Farrah says in a bid to placate the high-profile celebrity, her boss hit her with a two-week suspension at no pay. She says the incident happened in 2014. She got so upset, she quit. They were going to suspend me if I hadn't quit for the two weeks. What would you say to Ellen? Why do you have the time to mess with someone who was just serving you? Like many waitresses in L.A., Farrah is also an actress and does stand-up comedy. I don't want to name any names. The waitress's story is just the latest blow for Ellen, who faces accusations of turning a blind eye to a toxic work culture at her talk show, despite her public reputation for being kind to people. I felt mostly just sad that Ellen is so rich and powerful and a female comedian would take her time to hurt someone who she probably guesses is somewhat of a starving artist. 
Our calls to Allen were not returned. The restaurant told us since ownership has changed since the alleged incident, they couldn't comment. Actress Alyssa Milano is speaking out in her first TV interview about battling COVID-19. She says she had every symptom there is, including feeling like there was an elephant on her chest. Amber Cogliano has details. I had every single symptom, Chris, literally every symptom. Alyssa Milano is opening up about her battle with COVID-19, which she says left her totally debilitated. I had confusion. I had sadness. I had like these bouts of just of crying. And, And it was a sick like I have never felt before. She revealed to CNN's Chris Cuomo that she contracted the virus while on a movie shoot in Portland. I still have symptoms. I still have um, heart palpitations and shortness of breath and rapid heartbeat. My hair is like falling out. Also speaking out today is Hannah, the whistleblowing teenager who was suspended for posting images of jam-packed hallways at her high school in Georgia. She told me the principal is now lifting the suspension following an outcry of support. He apologized and he deleted the suspension so there's no Like, I can go back to school on Monday. Go, Hannah. I'm very, very proud of her. This school nurse from Hannah's school district says she quit because she didn't feel safe. And they basically said masks were a uh, personal choice and that they would practice social distancing as best as possible, uh, but that it might not always be practical. I was scared not necessarily for, for me. I was scared for the students. Um, The last thing I would want to do is is hurt them. And a major blow for the struggling cruise ship industry today. The first cruise ship to sail since the pandemic was forced to cut its voyage short after a passenger tested positive for COVID-19. The wilderness adventurer with just 36 passengers on board set sail on Saturday. But just three days later, it had to return to port in Juneau, Alaska. It is disappointing. You know, we had uh, taken months and months uh, preparing for a socially Distance uh, adventure trip. And authorities in New York are cracking down on so called COVID nightclubs. Is this an illegal COVID party, sir? Our cameras were rolling as sheriff's deputies raided Cafe Tucano in Manhattan. The club had allegedly been hosting all night parties, charging $1,500 per table. Do you guys mind if we just ask you some questions? No, I'm sorry. These partygoers dressed to the nines left quickly as the deputies moved in. And you've probably heard about promising results of a COVID-19 vaccine study being conducted by Oxford University. Now they want to take things to the next step by actually exposing volunteers to the coronavirus to see if the vaccine works. And plenty of people are ready to do it. As Les Trent reports, they say helping save lives outweighs the risks. Thomas Smiley is stepping up big time. You're really walking into the unknown. All the more reason to do so. 30,000 other volunteers have signed up for what's known as the challenge trials. They'll be given an experimental vaccine and then intentionally injected with COVID-19. It's all designed to help fast forward the work of Oxford scientists and determine whether the vaccine the entire world is waiting for actually works. I'm looking for what is going to help the most amount of people, irrespective of what it does to myself. Smiley is 35 years old. He lives in Cincinnati and works as an engineer technician. I felt that this was something I had to do. I am not concerning myself with the risks as much as I'm concerning myself 
with the resolution. Another volunteer is Amy Rorick. He's a 20-year-old student at Swarthmore College. Are you not concerned about your own personal safety? I am, and I certainly don't want to get sick. Uh, but if I can expose myself to a controlled risk uh, to hopefully end this pandemic sooner, then that's a risk that I'm happy and eager to take. Smiley and Rorick have several things in common. They're young, they're healthy, and they're idealistic. Both signed up as volunteers through the OneDaySooner.org website, which is still soliciting volunteers. Dr. Jeffrey Kahn of Johns Hopkins University. It's dangerous and, and I think a problem in the context of a COVID vaccine um, because we don't know enough about the illness yet. And so because there's so much uncertainty, it doesn't seem responsible to go forward with a human challenge trial at this time. Oxford University is waiting on approval from the NIH to start the human challenge trial. They say they expect to get an okay soon. And today, we're seeing more heart-stopping videos out of Beirut, including this wedding day horror as the blast goes off right in the middle of a ceremony. First, there was the Bride of Beirut. Now, there is another Beirut bride who will never forget her wedding day. It started as a day filled with joy. The parents of the bride-to-be walking down the aisle. Suddenly, a loud noise. Then, all hell breaks loose. Another camera captures a guest making the sign of the cross as she enters the church. Then comes the blast. There's the bride, her special day, scarred by the tragedy. Outside, there is total chaos. Then they see the pall of smoke in the distance. And look, debris covers the interior of the church where the bride and groom and their guests would have stood. Fury is growing over the fact that government officials knew that nearly 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate had been stored at the port for six years and did nothing. I spoke to American survivor Rebecca Hovland. She's from Minnesota and told me how she narrowly escaped death. I luckily went in the middle of my apartment and didn't stay by a window because that's when the second explosion came. And that was the much bigger blast that just shattered all of my windows instantly. Um, and I mean, I... I was quite convinced I was going to die at that moment. Hundreds of young volunteers have converged on the city to help with the cleanup. Dozens of people remain missing. Social media pages have been set up to try to reunite families. President Trump has issued an executive order that would ban TikTok in 45 days unless the Chinese-based owners agree to sell to an American company like Microsoft. If TikTok goes away, it would be a major blow to the young people making millions on the video sharing app, including this top earner who has amassed a fortune by just dancing. You won't believe how much money this team makes for doing stuff like this on TikTok. 
Madison Ray Easterling takes home $5 million a year, making her TikTok's top earner, according to a new list released today by Forbes magazine. Addison has, this, you know, has tens of millions of very young followers, all of whom see her as one of the most interesting celebrities on the planet, right? That's how she's able to earn these sponsorship deals. She has an amazing reach with these young people. Number two on the top earners list is 16-year-old Charlie D'Amelio, who rakes in $4 million a year in advertising thanks to her TikTok videos. And it's all in the family for the next top earner, Charlie's older sister Dixie, at $2.9 million. The Powerhouse sisters recently inked a deal with clothing company Hollister, appearing in ads for their jeans. A year ago, they were anonymous teens in Norwalk, Connecticut, and now they're two of the most followed celebrities on the planet. It's estimated when and if TikTok sells, the price tag would be about $5 billion. Oprah Winfrey certainly knows how to get her message across. Now she's doing it on billboards. Oprah fights for justice with billboards. She's putting up the money for 26 billboards around Louisville, featuring an image of Breonna Taylor, who was shot dead as she slept in her home during a botched police raid. Each of the 26 billboards represents a year of Breonna's life. O Magazine's cover features the same image of Breonna, the first time in 20 years that Oprah herself isn't on the cover. Each billboard will have this quote from Oprah. If you turn a blind eye to racism, you become an accomplice to it. The billboards are demanding the police officers involved in Taylor's killing be arrested and charged. He's stuck in the hospital waiting for a heart transplant. And what better way to relieve the stress than singing a duet with his doctor? This physician and her patient are making beautiful music together. Dr. Lily Stern sings a bedside duet of Stand By Me with Sean Tinawak, who plays the ukulele at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Sean is waiting for a heart transplant and spends his days playing the ukulele. It's just not that easy. Music truly is the best medicine. The hospital thanked the duo for spreading positivity and joy. We thank them, too. We'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Next, worried about the quarantine 15 and going to the beach? Fear not. The Big Keenies. It hits you at the right spots. It covers all the right spots. Plus, the devoted wife who prays under her COVID-19 stricken husband's window. I have been here every single night. And you won't believe who's throwing a punch at this shark. It's Mike Tyson. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. Largest gathering of Americans since the pandemic. Next, in Sun Edition, 250,000 bikers expected to converge on a small town. Will this turn into a super spreader event? Then, college homecoming royalty. We were the homecoming king and queen. How they found love 28 years later. Watch the next, in Sun Edition. Mike Tyson can certainly hold his own in the ring. Now he's facing a new type of opponent, swimming with 30 sharks. And yes, even Iron Mike was terrified. Whoa. <laughs> 
Shark Week explodes with jaw-dropping encounters with the monsters of the sea. And look who's facing off with a shark, former heavyweight champion of the world, Mike Tyson. Slow and steady, mate. The ferocious boxer who in 1997 infamously bit off a chunk of Evander Holyfield's ear is petrified he won't survive the dive with man-eating sharks in the Bahamas. It was really scary for him and for me because I didn't want him dying. I spoke with shark expert Paul DeGelder, who lost an arm and a leg in a shark attack. He was with Tyson as he was surrounded by 30 sharks. The sharks are definitely not cooperating. The ocean is bubbling with 30 sharks and the fins are coming up. It looks like the thing of nightmares. Mike Tyson, so terrified, he threw up before or after nearly every dive. No, he did not. He did? He was that frightened? The episode is promoted as the ultimate showdown. It's billed as a sparring partner. Does Mike actually... Does he physically hit any sharks? No sharks were harmed. We were teaching him how to knock out a shark without using his fists. A knockout without throwing a punch? That's a new one for Iron Mike. Tyson versus Jaws kicks off Shark Week this Sunday night on Discovery Channel. And we'll be back with much more Inside Edition after this. Still to come, the devoted wife who prays under her COVID-19 stricken husband's window. I have been here every single night. Plus, worried about the quarantine 15 and going to the beach? Fear not. The Big Keenies. It hits you at the right spots. It covers all the right spots. It's the new swimsuit style full-figured women love, and it's got a name, the Big Kini. It's the season's hottest swimwear. And if the quarantine 15 has you wishing for a little more coverage, this is the suit for you. I would say that the high-waisted look is becoming more of a trend now because people have been in quarantine, you know, limited activity. It's called the Big Kini. Taylor Swift is a big fan. So are supermodels Ashley Graham and Gigi Hadid. The two-piece from Cami and Jax doesn't compromise on style. The strapless top ties in the back and is paired with the high-waisted bottom. It hits you at the right spots. It covers all the right spots. These suits give you the confidence that a string bikini doesn't. You can run around in it and not feel like the strings are going to come undone. So fear not if you've put on a few pounds during COVID-19 lockdown. There's a suit for you. When we come back, a wife's very special nightly prayer. He may be one of the hottest heartthrobs in Hollywood, but he's not above doing a good deed. That's Brad Pitt wearing a mask and an orange shirt, helping a team deliver carts that will be filled with food for the needy. Brad volunteers in Los Angeles with a group called Watts Community Corps, which has been feeding about 700 people a week during the pandemic. And finally, today, this wife wasn't willing to just sit at home while her husband battles COVID-19 in the ICU. So she made a promise to say a prayer every night outside the hospital. And she's doing just that. Every night, you can find Michelle Gutierrez praying outside a Houston hospital. God is going to hear our prayer. For the last four weeks, this is the closest she's been able to get to her husband, David, who remains in the ICU at St. Luke's Hospital battling COVID-19. I said, you know, honey, 
I am going to be here with you every single night until you get out of this hospital. When David was admitted back in July, he was already in critical condition. His last words to me was, I love you. I love you. See you soon. I love you. See you soon. Things quickly deteriorated for the 53-year-old. He's currently on life support and in a coma. He may not know Michelle's outside the ICU, but that's not going to stop her. I'm here just as I promised you that I would be here at 7 p.m. So I'm here, my love. She also sent her husband a text so he will see it when he wakes up. I want you to know that I love you, okay? I love you and I want you to have a good night rest, okay, my love? And I'll see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock. I love you, honey. We hope her prayers are answered. And that's Inside Edition. I'm Mary Kelby, and today for Deborah Normal. Thanks for watching. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.